Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Crimes of the Times. I'm Lauren. And I'm Haley. And today I'm going to be talking about the French Revolution. I know that I said I was going to be talking about um, World War One because I said that that would be my next episode. Well, guys, I'm a liar. And I decided I didn't want I have I have it prepared. I just don't want to talk about it because it's just a different kind of horrible. I mean, all wars are horrible, but it's a different kind of horrible that people don't really talk about that often. Yeah, I feel like people talk about World War Two a lot, yeah. like the Holocaust, and obviously that's, I mean, like, that's so, so, so terrible. terrible. But then, like, other wars are kind of not, like, it. Not, it's not forgotten. Like, World War One is still a big deal, but I feel like I don't know as much about it. Yeah. It was just terrible. I don't know. I watched a whole video about the like trench warfare and i was like you know what i don't want to talk about that today so instead i'm going to be talking about people getting their heads chopped off i love it <laughs> the it's... french revolution honestly sorry did no, you uh-uh. okay i was just wondering if you set if you announced what your episode was gonna be no i think i, I did remember. i think i did no, spoiler it's We're about the about french, french revolution <laughs> french revolution <laughs> but i just well i specifically remember um like when i learned about okay because i was a weird homeschooled kid you you're i feel like but you're not like you're not the weird kid yeah i didn't wear capes but i was we know we're socially awkward kids you guys are like your whole family (laughs) not weird you guys are super normal i think it's because your parents are normal honestly i think it's like your parents like if your parents are weird and you're homeschooled you're gonna be weird if your parents are normal and you're homeschooled, you're going to be normal. You're, you guys are very socialized. Yeah. Okay. Well, so my mom would read to us, and that was always my favorite. And she read to us this, like, book. It was, like, a diary in the perspective of Marie Antoinette. That's cool. And it was so interesting. And I was like, I love Marie Antoinette. <laughs> Did you know that Marie Antoinette? So I, I went to Versailles uh-huh. in, in France. And Marie Antoinette, she had built, like, a little village so she can pretend to be, like, she can play pretend of being, like, a poor person. Yes, I did know that. And I saw that. Like, I saw that little village. It was cool. Well, but, like, she wanted to be, like, a milkmaid or something. Yeah. And, girl, the people were starving <laughs> at the time. Like, she's, like, just, living her best life while people are dying in the streets. It's, it's out giving, of touch. Out of touch. It's giving, like, Kim Kardashian losing her diamond earring in the... People are dying. <laughs> yes. Losing her earring in the ocean. Well, you know something else about her that was really interesting is, well, actually, I don't know if this, this is true because it was from a fiction yeah. diary. But I just remember um, that she, like, was wanted to save her hair for the next day. So she, like, laid her head down on, like, this wooden cube. That sounds terrible. So then it wouldn't get messed up. Like laying on a pillow would smush it. Yeah. Anyway, I was like you. I don't remember that part. Like, so me and my mom, we went to France and we went through Versailles and we had like had we there was like something that we downloaded or something or maybe they I don't know. We went through and we listened to like something and it was telling up telling us like it was like a guided tour basically i mean it could have just been something that was like popular to do yeah. back in the day and they just were like maybe I she mean, did it i don't know i took in so much information from that whole trip that like i don't know yeah i don't remember like 
there's stuff like that I could talk about from that trip, like for the French Revolution, and then for my next episode, which is World War One. There's stuff I could talk about too, because of like all the museums and I don't know. It's really fun, guys. I recommend if you ever get the chance to travel, travel, especially if you love history, because it's so cool. Just do it. We should go. Yeah, on a trip. We should. To like Scotland or something. Yeah, just like like Greece. Just like go everywhere. We should backpack through Europe. That'd be amazing. That's what. Well, I know you're not a Gilmore Girls girl, but um, it's just because I don't like Rory, guys. I like Lorelai. Well, so when Rory graduates from high school, before she goes to college, her and her mom backpack through Europe. Except this is like in between seasons yeah. so you don't see it but you see them coming back and mm-hmm. it's it's cute that is cute my europe trip was like me and my mom went on it because i had graduated from college and so then we went on our trip and it was really cool um but okay so how i got onto the french revolution wanting to talk about it was i was i wanted to do like a series of talking about like creepy men from history and so i was watching this youtube video and this guy was talking about like different creepy men and so then he was talking about um why am i uh maximilian robespierre cool name yeah out of 10 he it was talking about him and i'll talk about who he is in this but it was talking about him and then it was talking about um joseph guillotine and that's the guy who like he didn't invent the guillotine but i'll talk about that too but it was talking about him and then i was like oh i should talk about the french revolution because it makes me think of les mis and vive la france like we love that um anyways so um that all of that made me want to talk about this and but also side pulse i don't know we're going to go off track. I mean, we were off track five seconds ago. We're going to go off track again. And there was some weird thing that I learned. It was something about... I cannot remember who... So, like, it was something weird about Prince Albert. But then I remember... Oh, what was it? I told you not about Prince Albert. But one of the... Someone in the royal family had an affair. Like with someone so like it was like someone in the royal family had an affair with like camilla's like ancestor oh yeah you did tell me and about I that i remember who I it is who it was either but that's crazy yeah so there are there are two different homewreckers um men in like that line um yeah that line that have had an affair with someone in like Camilla's line. Okay. So if you guys aren't familiar, I mean, you should all be familiar with. Yeah. I'm talking about Ca- Quint- Camilla, like the queen consort of England currently at this moment. Her Not ancestor. Long. Yeah. I'm just oh, gosh. That's so sad. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, was it MI6 is now listening in to our podcast? <laughs> we like talk about. I'm Anyways. So, sorry. so someone. Yeah. So Camilla had an affair with. Uh, king charles but that was when he was a prince and married to diana whatever everyone knows that yeah but camilla's ancestor her great great something 
had an affair with someone with King Charles great great something and I cannot remember who it is but I remember telling Lauren this and I was like this is wild and the Prince Albert Albert thing that's like the Prince Albert that was married to Victoria um uh, there was I don't know if this is a rumor or something that people know but or uh, his um you know what was pierced oh because he had some like sensitivity issues you guys should see my face right now it's a she's doing a yuck face but there was just like i mean i don't know if prince albert is creepy but he was included in in this youtube video anyways we'll see how much of this conversation we keep in (laughs) but so a lot of my information came from john green love john green if you uh don't know who he is maybe read a book um it would probably be a sad book yeah uh will grayson will grayson is a good one um and the fall in our stars uh, it's a good one sob fest yeah the book is way better than the movie um i have i i think i've only read two of them i don't know anyways so him and his brother like they do like they're i don't know i think they're both in education or something I've watched those videos. Yes. And they're super, they're called Crash Course. And so I watched a bunch of Crash Course videos. I used to watch them because I was homeschooled. (laughs) They're really good. So I recommend them. Um, And then also I like look other things up. So, but a lot of information is from John Green. He's a homie. Um, So currently before the French Revolution, the French Revolution happened during like the 1700s. So before leading up to all this, what France had just helped America the American Revolution against Britain. Hey yo, go America, USA. <laughs> um, France is basically bankrupt from helping with in wars, and the middle class had to pay most of the taxes. And people can afford to eat, which is, you know, I think it's a reason to fight the power. So um there was like a meeting, I think. Um It happened on May 5th of 1789. It was the Estates General. And they met to talk about stuff. And the Estates General, there is the first estate, which is the clergy. The second estate, which is like nobles, aristocracy. And the third estate is like the middle class. Um... The middle class slash like the rest of everyone, and so the non aristotic arist no is it aristotic Ar- no aristocratic yeah aristotic aristotle that's I don't know what I'm saying the non aristocratic members is like ninety eight percent of like the people that were there, and then. So everyone's normal. Everyone's normal. So if this big group, Normies. 98% of them were the regular common people. And then 2% were this the first and second estate, which is clergy and no- nobility. And so the clergy, the first and second estate, so the clergy and the nobility, always sided together. And so their vote counted as two. And then the third estate, their vote only counted as one. And that's it's ninety eight percent of the people. That's everyone. So their vote always counted as one. Um, 
So then this third estate, they were like, we need to like talk about our issues. They're not listening to us. So they decided to meet um, and talk about their like the problems that they're facing and how they were going to deal with them. Like they can't keep getting away with this, basically. So they decided to meet in like an empty tennis court. And so that's where the tennis tennis court oath comes from. So if you ever heard that, like if you remember in history, they talk about the tennis court court oath. Um, and so they said, we will not disband until we have construction, constructed a nation of individual citizens instead of a kingdom of servile subjects. So they created the National Assembly here to represent the French people. The National Assembly was backed by the muscle of ordinary people. Nice. Yeah. Slay, Slay. commoners. So all of these people, they decided we're going to make a stand. We're going to make. We're going to, um, like, it's mostly they're making, like, a point. And their point was they d- they decided that they were going to storm the Bastille. And nice. the Bastille was a prison. And I think they said there was only, like, six people currently in the prison. But they, they're going to, they wanted Tiny to storm prison. it. Yes. Um, and, and that, that was- could be America. I'm so sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> You're good. Um, so this happened on July 14th. And so that's a in France, they have Bastille Day, and it's in remembrance of the storming of the Bastille. It's kind of like their 4th of July. And it happens in July. Yeah. Um, so, it was full of weapons uh, and was a symbol that the monarchy could imprison anyone, and so they wanted to storm it. Like, because the monarchy, the nobility, they had so much power, like, the Bastille was a symbol that, like, they... They could just imprison whoever they wanted. And then the regular folks are like, no, that's not right. And, like, we shouldn't be starving while you guys are spending all this money, while the the whole nation is bankrupt, all this stuff. That's why, that's why, um, Brittany Antoinette looks so bad. Yeah. Because she's so out of touch. I just am imagining this prison to look like in Once Upon a Time, like the underground uh honestly i imagine the bastille to look like the leaning tower of pisa oh i see i see what it I, like, like for me in my head it's like a round building apparently it's also a band so a bunch of guys apparently keep... you know bastille like yeah but not they don't hold any value in my mind don't they sing pompeii i have no idea bastille they sing they do Bastille's good you need to listen to more Bastille Lauren well I have more things to worry about like the real Bastille Uh, because you worried about it so much before we talked about it yes Okay. at the same time so there are people storming the Bastille there are also countryside peasants and they were taking over chateaus and destroying titles to land and to services. So, like, people's, like, like oh, um, like, a kind of, like, a contract. Like, here's what I'm contracting you to do service to, like, to work at my house. And so they're destroying that and they're destroying people's titles to land. Like, you know, if you have a title to your car, you yeah. own your car. They were destroying that stuff because they're, like, you. I'd fight them. Well, they're fighting the power. 
That's all right. I forgot. Yeah, I'm rooting for them. Yeah, root for them. <laughs> Don't remember. But if they came and ripped up my title, I'd be like, how dare you? <laughs> you can just get a new one. But this is back in the day. They're destroying titles to land. It was probably stolen from them. True. You know what I mean? I don't know. Eat the rich. Yeah, eat the rich. This is like <laughs> eat the rich moment. I, it gets it gets a little bad, but you know, you, you're signed with them and then people get too into it and you're like, oh, okay. Like, whoa. whoa, whoa. I didn't sign up. Next level. Hey, I didn't sign up to chop heads off. Sorry, guys. Okay, so the National Assembly, um, this group of like common people, they formally abolish feudalism on August 4th of 1789. And basically, they like scared the feudal lords into like abolishing it like like the the lord the nobility they were terrified and they're like okay we'll we'll not have feudalism anymore um and they so this this abolishment it's kind of like the um the declaration of independence or whatever it says no it's known as the declaration of right of the rights of man and of citizen and this was this Basically, it was an equal opportunity for all, freedom of speech, pop- popular sovereignty, representative government. Um, it would ensure a trial by jury, freedom of religion. And that was really big because um, uh, France is very Catholic. And so now they have freedom of religion. So you can, like, practice whatever you want. And they said men are born and remain free and equal in rights. So... Slay. Slay. So on October 5th, market women, so like women, I guess that worked in the market or whatever, <laughs> um, from Paris marched to Versailles. Okay. And this is called the Women's March. Oh, yes. First ever. I tried to look up to see if Women's March was named after this Women's March, and... I couldn't find that information. I'm just going to guess that it was. But I don't know because people died during this. Like, people are getting murdered. Oh. Um, they took inspiration from it. Um, But, so, this march was to bring the royal family to Paris so that they could watch the royal family. Because the royal family is living in Versailles, out of touch. And they're like, we're keeping an eye. We, The regular people want to keep an eye on the royal family. So, the family was unharmed, but some people in, like, their, like, royal monarchy circle were violated, murdered, and mutilated by people that were in this. So, it mostly went, I feel like, so the march started as women, and then obviously men joined and stuff. And I, I'm not saying men are the one who did the mutilating and violating and murdering, but. But with the track record. I don't know. Who knows? So, this part makes me think, like, I feel like. Maybe it's more of the men that joined. And um, uh, heads and genitals were displayed on oh, pikes. Because so uh, like, like I said, they violated, m- ew, murdered, ew. and mutilated. So things oh. are getting chopped off and then displayed on, on some pikes. I thought it was spooky. It is. Um, so I will say, so not everything is in, um, like I said, the Declaration of Rights of Man, which was when they talked about like abolishing feudalism and stuff um they were basically they also said basically that the power of the monarch was not from divinity but from the nation so 
because back in the day they're like oh this king was like put here by god like that's like yeah monarchy was like okay they're doing it in like god's name god put them there when really that's not what happened it'd be crazy if that was like like president of the united states yeah it's basically like saying like the president was put there by god and then this the declaration the rights of man basically said no it's put there from the nation so like the people put them there yeah and so this makes it a constitutional monarchy in 1790 there was the civil constitution of the clergy and this basically was compensating it gave people the right to confiscate church property and main mandating election of clergy by their parishioners so again like people get to vote like who is in like power but like this is church-wide now so they can vote for clergymen basically i mean that's kind of what happens in a lot of religions like in 1791 so like a year later uh the it says like so the king at the time was louis the 16th him and marie tried to flee but they were caught so there were like different political parties i'm them giving you guys just the general history of the the french revolution so there are different p- political parties so there were the republicans and they were like no monarchs and they were on like the left side so they were the left and this this is uh never mind i'll tell you guys in a second and then there's the monarchs obviously the monarchs are the monarchists believe in the monarchy they're on the right and then the others so this is like in a building like in a building this is where they sit and that's where like the right left comes from because it's where you sit interesting so in this building this the all the political parties are sitting the the republicans sit on the left the monarchs on the right any other they're across the hall and so, like, this arrangement gave the modern idea of politicians' ideas being left-centered, right, or whatever. Left-center, right. So, there's the Jacobin Club. They were, like, left. They were, like, left-left. You know, like, how people were like, oh, you're, uh, there's, like, really conservative Republicans, and then there's more, like, moderate Republicans or whatever. Yeah. It's this like is, the- like... The extreme or yeah, this radical. is far. This is more left. Yeah, far uh, left. And um, so the, I'm going to quote John Green. This is what he said: "Politics, where the left has a right and the right has a left, and they both have centers that no one listens to." <laughs> Which I was like, "That's true." Um. Anyways, so that was like some of they have. This is this just goes to show there was a lot of political issues going on during this time um and so at the time their women also wanted to be considered as citizens and they created laws that ended men's power over the family so like men does like they both get to decide in their family like people are equal wait do you know what they would decide just like 
make any decisions or yeah make any decisions for your family the man was like the head of the household make all the decisions for the family okay just that kind of stuff and then it ended men getting a larger percentage of inheritances than women because everything always favored the man i know well i just think of like pride and prejudice and and how mr collins is getting all the money Mm -hmm. and so then their only way to survive Yes. Marry their cousin. Barf. I know. Okay, so there's this woman. She's a daughter of a butcher. Her name's Olymp de Gao or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't my French is very bad. But I know her la- name is Olymp. Um, she's an author and she published the Declaration of the Rights of Women. And women were equal to men. They basically saying women are equal to men. Women wanted the same things as men, and they even wanted to serve in the army nice yeah so i don't oh never mind wait what i was gonna say good for them because i don't want to serve in the army no thanks but i mean i feel like at the time people were like i mean they were putting heads on sticks yeah they're way more brave than i am or will ever be um so again they so like they abolished feudalism and now they're like we're abolishing the french monarchy and they're calling an end to all other monarchies. You know what? That just made me... Every time I say monarchy, it makes me think of... Um, uh, of I can't... Oh, no. Uh, Hamilton and, like, the monarchy. They say he says it with, like, a French accent. Okay. I have a quick little funny story. Since we're talking a lot about politics, monarchy. When I was younger, I don't know how old I was. I think I was probably like 14 or 15 or something. I made a YouTube video explaining all the different types of governments. But I wanted to make it more creative. I didn't want to just talk. So I did it in Legos. Oh, nice. And so I like made like, oh, this is what a monarchy is. This is what a um, like oligarchy is this is like all the different types of governments anyway it's kind of embarrassing but then i did a voiceover and explained them all i mean it sounds cute it sounds like it makes sense yeah um anyways so again they were like abolish the monarchy get them out of there um and they wanted to abolish all other monarchies and i feel like that's where the the revolutionary government of France wanted to fight Russia or Austria and Prussia um, and all that stuff. But anyways, so there was the Edict of Fraternity in that said, all governments are our enemies. All people are friends. So basically, fight the power. <laughs> so in January of 1790. Three, Louis the Sixteenth was executed by the guillotine, and they thought the guillotine was an enlightened form of execution. And I'll go into the guillotine in just a second. I'm going to give you the history just of the revolution, and then I'll give you the history of the guillotine. But so there was the Committee of Public Safety, and they are an oxymoron because the Committee of Public Safety did not keep people safe. They were the people who were um, chopping people's heads off. Yeah, it's also called the Reign of Terror. So yeah, 
So that's when they were like gathering up all of the all of the royal not royals, but like the noble people. Anyone who like challenged the revolution, they gathered them up and whoosh, like with the guillotine. Chopping, chopping some heads. And this made me think of the Scarlet Pimpernel. Have you ever like read that or like seen the play? No. It's the Scarlet Pimpernel. If I remember correctly, it's like a man dressed like a woman. No, it's a guy. Anyway, so he dresses up like royal people as like women to get them. Oh, wait. I don't know. He's like helping people escape the. It actually kind of sounds familiar. It's actually really funny and it's really good. I recommend it, but uh, it's like helping people get away from the committee of public safety. Stop doing that. Okay. Sorry. Anyways, it's really good. I saw like a high school performance of it like forever ago when I was not in high school. I think I was in middle school, but I saw a high school performance of it and it changed my life. <laughs> um, so people from all classes all walks of life were executed so even if you were like a poor person you could have been executed by the guillotine so guillotine it was like killed about forty thousand people oh my god this is in the name of sporting the wait that's way more than i thought it no it's a lot of people it's very like i said reign of terror because i would have just imagined that it's like more of like a it's a show and like so not as many people instead of they're probably they're like okay let's get the next 15 out here that's crazy yeah so this is where maximilian robespierre comes in and he was part of the reign of terror he was a key member of the committee of public safety he is like he was part of the jacobins like the people who i said were far far left no monarchs the monarchy is evil um he was part they were the him and his like cause the jacobins were committed to committed the nation to a reign of virtue in obedience to rousseau rousseau is like a person a different person's idea of the general will of people and i'll go into that in just a second um yeah so this the reign of virtue was you'll you see this like in artwork and stuff it's it's like the like the woman like holding the like France flag, the French flag. Have you seen that? Yes, yes. It's like that. Um, so they had like festivals that celebrated patriotic virtue. Churches became temples of reason. There was a new count. Cal- they called it the new rational calendar, um, and everyone wore like red, white, and blue clothes. It's like the colors of France. Anyway, so Maximilian Robespierre, like, he was obsessed with the reign of virtue, whatever. He oversaw the arrest and sentence and sentenced to death thousands of people. He was very zealotous. Like, he, his, his ideas were to the extreme. And it got to the point where, like, he was targeting innocent people. Like, he's super paranoid. He's like, you are, like, you're going against... Like the year against the revolution, and he thought people were spies and stuff. And he was, he was so paranoid that he was like suspicious of like the other members of like the committee to public safety. 
or the Committee of Public Safety. He's so paranoid. And he thought they were working against him in the revolution. And, like, he he gave this speech where he accused his, like, colleagues of, like, being spies and being against the revolution. And the people did not like this. And they didn't respond well. And he was arrested. And then later, uh... Ooh. So, some of the people they were, like, um, suspicious of. So more in like so in the fall of seventeen uh ninety-three, that's like where Marie Antoinette was beheaded. You know how I was talking about Olymp de Gao or whatever. Yes. The the one the lady who like published the Declaration of the Rights of Women, she was also beheaded. Other well known women were beheaded. So they were like the people were suspicious of women because, you know. We're so suspicious. Yeah, just, like, bringing it back to your witch episode. Exactly. uh, You can't win. So, these are people who were targeted. So, it's, like, women in political clubs anywhere they... uh, In political clubs, anywhere they would congregate. Women seen in public. uh, They were all said to be a threat to the revolution. And so, (laughs) they literally were just living their lives. They wanted their own revolution. They wanted rights and stuff. Like, how does that, how is that going against your revolution? They have a little, like, girls night. They're like, you're conspiring against us. You have to die. Yes, exactly. That's crazy. It is crazy. So, um, the, it was, like, getting, it was getting too much for people. Um, like I said, Maximilian Robespierre took it to the next level. He's suspicious. He, like then was killed or arrested, all that stuff. Um, the French soldiers, like they were like fighting again. I said in Russia or not Russia, Austria and Prussia. They were fighting. They were fighting like revolutions and stuff. Um, and they had won abroad, and people were getting tired. Like of the bloodshed going on in France. They were like, we're sick of this. We're sick of people dying. Of like, we were trying to fight the power and now we're also dying because people in charge are killing us. Didn't make sense. And um so there's like counter revolutionary re- revolutions um that were like uprising and it was like it was it was insane it's kind of giving like the hunger games and like how um coin was like trying to start something but then she was also kind of bad yeah and then Candace was like no and then yeah yeah that's exactly- fire is catching yes if and- you burn oh wait no if we burn you burn you burn with us yeah i can remember so like there are people who are more moderately in their thinking um and people just wanted that's when they overthrew and executed Robespierre and then his closest allies and so um then there was like so they had this revolution got rid of the monarchy and then the directory was created and this was basically leading France into so they had a con they had a monarchy and it was like a constitutional monarchy and then the directory became in power and this is like 19 oh sorry 1795 and the directory was like leading them into like a dictatorship <laughs> and the 
poor French people going through it. So there was um, new factions headed the conservative government and it was called the Directory. Um, the directory inspired the French army to spread the revolution to other parts of Europe, getting rid of like the aristocracy. Um, so this basically like they were saying, like, we're getting rid of the like aristocrats, kings and queens, all that stuff. And then, um, they were also letting like ordinary soldiers or ordinary people become like ordinary soldiers become like officers in the army and before it was like you had to be like kind of nobility to become like an officer in the army and so now the directory is letting regular people become officers so more people were like joining them and one of those people who became an officer was napoleon bonaparte oh and um so and uh, then later on, Napoleon Bonaparte basically becomes a dictator of France, like all that stuff. Um. Anyways, so they basically took revolution everywhere, which is good because people needed their rights and stuff. But the revolution also did a lot of bad um, because it was very, very violent, very bloody. Yes. And it, basically it replaced poverty with more poverty. And it replaced injustice with more injustice. (laughs) So, like, it did some good, but also did some bad because literally people are dying. Um, I mean, and now France is France. It's way different. I think they have they have president, all that stuff now. Um, They're they're definitely they're living their best life. Yes, they're not to their the best of France's ability. They're not chopping people's heads off. I don't. I, I hope. Wait. I think you could still be executed by the guillotine in France. Ew, ew. Hold on, let me double check. Can you get in France by the the guillotine is a weird word. When last guillotine execution? What is in <laughs> It was in um, 1977. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So now they're on the topic of the guillotine. So there's Joseph Guillotine. It's named after him. Um, He lived from... He was born May 28th of 1738. And he died on March 26th of 1814. He was a French physician and politician and Freemason. Um, he was opposed to the death penalty. Oh. And, and he didn't invent the guillotine, but told the government they need to find a better way to punish people, and then that's when they developed the guillotine. They're like, you of- said better way to punish people, but you don't want a death penalty? Okay, we got you. And so, um, yeah, he was also a member of the National Assembly, so, like, the people who wanted to fight the power, but not, like, necessarily the bad people who wanted to murder everyone. He basically just wanted he's he knew people were gonna die, like they're still gonna have the death penalty. So he just wanted a more humane way. He wanted death to be less painful. And so he also wanted to experiment on dead criminals. Oh. So the people who died, like who got executed, um, he would experiment on them to like I mean, to help better medicine or whatever. But still creepy a little bit. Um 
people thought that like him experimenting on dead people was ungodly and this is this is this is a wild so joseph guillotine also thought that criminals should become uh subjects for medical experimentation so like if you're a criminal they usually like make you go to jail but he was like hey for criminal let's convict them and instead of going to jail or whatever i get to do experiments on them that's so weird he's like frankenstein yeah a little frankenstein-y but that was a very a very general thing of the french revolution i'm sure i forgot stuff but Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Crimes Through the Times. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And send us messages and questions on Anchor.